welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. We've got a special guest on the show. We've got Mylon Byler. Welcome, Mylon. That's right. Yes, welcome to the show. So I've got Mylon down here in the studio today because he's an amazing young man. I really want you all, all around the world, to learn about this young man, what he does for a living, what his heart is for the Lord. And as I always say, I've talked enough for the last 240-some episodes, so... I'm going to turn this over to Mylon. <laughs> Mylon, tell us about yourself. All right. Contractor. All right. Yeah. Bible study teacher. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I could start with what I'm, what's happening today, and then yeah, maybe kind of work backwards from there. But yeah. Uh, so I, right now, I work full time in construction. Okay. With my dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been doing that since I graduated in 2014, okay. high school. Nice. And uh, so it's been like nine years, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, that's I enjoy that. I get to work with my dad, some of my brothers sometimes too, mm-hmm. which is great. I love working with family. Yeah. And uh, I think that's one of the big things. You know, there's there's a song. Um, you know, we do what you love and call it work. Nice. This is the line. And, I like uh, that. So, I. I do enjoy what I do. Of course, there's there's hard days or slow days and, mm. and that sort of thing, but it's great. And uh, I've also been involved quite a bit at church, my local church uh-huh. in Fort Kent, Maine. Fort Kent, Maine. Agape Christian Fellowship. Yes. And, uh, Pastors Matt and Amy. That's right. Yes, the doctors. Yeah, the doctors. They're <laughs> awesome, awesome people. I love getting to hang out with them, too. How long have you known so, them? I've known them since about 20, well, it's been, it's been like 12 years, I think. Oh, wow. 11 or 12 years because it's been, it wasn't long before we started coming to church that we actually met them. I can still remember the first time meeting them. We were uh, getting together for a church project, you know, mm-hmm. in the area, helping another church out and they were there working too. And nice. so we got to, we got to meet them there and their sons and stuff. So yeah, I've known people. them for a while and. Yeah, it's great, and I've I've really appreciated the uh, discipleship yes. and the mentoring yes. that he does, and that's one of the things that I want to see. I want to be able to do, mm-hmm. um, and of course, his father too does. Uh, Bishop Don Carpenter yes, does Bishop a lot of Don. that too. Uh, mentoring and discipleship—that's so important today. It is you know, important in, in so many different areas and mm-hmm. and uh, fields of work and ministry. Yeah. Everything yep. it's super important. So very important. Um, that's what I'm moving towards. And like I said, like you said, with the youth group. Yes. I've been a uh, youth pastor there for well, a little little bit now at yeah, a couple uh, Agape. years. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that's been going. That's been going pretty well. Okay. Like uh, always trying to learn. Always, you know, trying to improve mm-hmm. and really reach the youth. That's that's my heart. And uh, even like my heart is to see people succeed. Um, and I think that's I love that. if I had a, a motto for life, whatever yeah. I do, 
is that I want to see people live their best life. Oh man. And uh, I don't know, you know, that's, that's very basic, but I don't see how you can live your best life. Number one, without God. Yes. And eat it. And then from there, there's so many more things, you know, if you just have, if you're just spiritual mm-hmm. and that's, that's great, you know, going to church and that sort of thing, that's great. But not having a well-balanced life mm. is, it's unhealthy. I, I want to see people succeed in all areas of life. So that, yeah, I try to reflect that in youth group and at work and whatever I do, mm-hmm. uh, Definitely a continual learning process. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're all still learning. We're not going to arrive yeah. until we see him That's right. face-to-face. That's right. Yeah. So that's been, uh, like you said, a few years I've been a youth group there, mm-hmm. and I've also been on the worship team at church there since not long after I started going. Okay. Um, and they had, a, they've had again, amazing leadership there mm. at the church, and they're they're there to develop other leaders and yeah. to and which is super important and it's been very helpful and it's part of what we do it's yeah. part of being uh, a believer is that we disciple we're being discipled and that we disciple and and reproduce other disciples yes other leaders and stuff so Christ like vessels that's been that's been really good um, like I said, worship team mm-hmm. for uh, quite a few years now. I think, like I said, it's soon after we started going, so over 10 years, I think, wow. that I've been on the worship team there. So what do you do there? Do you sing? Well, I first started, <laughs> I do. I do yeah. I'm laughing because we go to the same place. We go to the same church. So I know, but I have to act like I don't know Yeah, that's because right. you all don't know. That's right. So, yeah, what do, what do you sing and play? I do. In fact, what I started when I first started coming, I had been learning the violin and uh, mm-hmm. I had kind of taken guitar lessons a while back, but um, when I was young, I should say. But then uh, that didn't really work out. And I wanted to do something that seemed like everybody played guitar. Mm-hmm. And I like to do things that are unique and, and add value in places that might not have value adding right now. Yeah. Um, so... In other words, if someone else has covered the bass, well, I'll find another bass to cover. There's yes. room for everybody. So I've been learning violin, and then we started going to Agape, mm-hmm. like I said, about 10 or 11 years ago. And the worship pastor at the time, Pastor Mike Freeman, mm-hmm. amazing guy, he got me plugged in on the worship team. And it was just like very basic. It was like wow. one song, and I played like a couple notes in the song playing violin. <laughs> Nice. And, uh, but it just grew from there. That's really where I learned to play violin as mm-hmm. much as I know now, not expert, but for what I do know now, that's where I learned it was playing on the worship team, nice. actually active in it. And that could preach too, but being active in what I knew. So that was for quite a few years then. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of the guys on the team started i started taking guitar lessons okay from him and uh that was and kind of opened a new thing in playing guitar and mm-hmm. it was around the time you know there's uh like i said at agape they've been raising leaders yeah. training them and sending them out 
That's well, powerful. the sending them out is powerful, but it's not always exciting to see people leave. <laughs> yeah, so I hear you. There was different times, you yeah. know, where people were starting either churches or works other where, other places. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, we might not have a drummer for a while or a keyboard for a while or different things. So it was around that time we didn't have a drummer for a little bit. And so I was a little more in acoustic guitar and, mm -hmm. and they just kind of made the best of that as I was learning acoustic guitar. Right. And um, so more recently, that's what I've been doing more of is acoustic guitar yeah. on the team and then singing and leading worship too. That's awesome. And that's been amazing. It's something I really never saw myself leading worship like that and uh but god did yeah yeah <laughs> that's what's awesome he must have yes. he must have because that's what's happening yeah and yeah I, I never really saw myself leading worship and singing mm. you know i like to sing but it's not like yeah i would say i sing because i think i sound good right <laughs> I sing because it's something that I can do to serve people. Yes, to, to and you love the Lord. Bring you into worship. Yeah, worship so. to the Lord as well. And, yeah. you know, it's funny. I told you before we started the show that things were just going to flow. We prayed before the yeah. show, and once we get to talking, as you can see, a lot of that's coming out so far is talking about the importance of discipleship, mm -hmm. you know, and how much we appreciate Pastors Matt and Amy and the Agape Christian Fellowship, yeah. the whole leadership. And it is all about equipping the saints and getting them to out there to do the work of the ministry. That's and right. so hearing Mylon talk about how he started with the violin, but then people trained him up to learn how to do different things, and he stepped into those positions. He didn't say, no, I just want to keep playing the violin. Mm -hmm. He was ready to grow. You were ready to grow, which is really cool to hear, especially you're 26 years old. Yeah. And your willingness to do whatever it takes for the kingdom is pretty impressive, and you're in a family, mm -hmm. you know, the Agape family. We're all Christians. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. The church, yeah. But there, they're doing the Great Commission. You know, people being trained up, discipling, and so forth, which is very impressive. And you're a product of that, so mm -hmm. it's really good. I'm excited hearing these different things that you're talking about. And one of the things you talked about was being active in what you knew. Mm -hmm. Explain that more. Because when you said that, you said that's that could preach right there. Okay. Well, one of the things that I always admired about some people is that they, from the time they were very young, mm -hmm. they had a dream of what they wanted to be. When mm. you know, What do you want to be when you grow up? That's mm -hmm. the question. And I admired people that knew what they wanted to be, and they were like, they were going for it, and today they're doing that. Right. And uh, that was never really how it was for me. Mm. Sometimes I thought, well, what, what's wrong with me that I don't have a clear picture of what I'm going to be doing when I'm older, after high school and that sort of thing? Mm -hmm. I wanted a clear picture of what I was doing, but never really got a clear picture. So I'm still exploring that. Right. Really. Which is a lifelong thing. It's not like we do one thing. You might be in a career for a while, but mm. it's not like we do that one thing forever. Right. But it was always about exploring mm -hmm. for me. And that's one of the big things I would say that I've been learning is to 
always improve, always grow myself, yes. always keep learning and exercising, mm-hmm. but being willing for change, being willing to serve where, whatever's in front of me. Yes. So when I, and part of that flows out of the desires that we have, right? So I had, I wanted to learn the violin. That's something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But then the opportunity came to serve with that. Right. And I just, every time an opportunity would open up, I would step into it and do that. Same when I learned guitar. It like, I, you know, I definitely wasn't good. I look back at some of the videos, you know, because I got to travel (laughs) with one of my mentors, uh, Mm -hmm. Tim Groves. I got Mm -hmm. to travel with him. He's really the one that uh, was the catalyst to me learning guitar. Oh, nice. And so I appreciate that, Tim. Yes, shout out to him. When I first was traveling with him and playing guitar, doing specials and stuff, Mm -hmm. I would say the specials weren't all that special, looking (laughs) back on some of the (laughs) videos. But at least I was willing. It's probably best that I didn't really realize how I sounded and stuff at the time, because it would have been kind of discouraging. And uh, sometimes it still is. But you just being out. willing to do it yes. and step out. So what, what I'm getting at is having that willingness mm-hmm. and taking the opportunities that are in front of me now. Yeah. There's a certain kind of confidence, a certain kind of contentment mm-hmm. that we have to have to be there. Yeah. And that's what I've been learning is to be content with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. At the same time, always growing. Yes. Uh, not that I get content in in and being complacent mm-hmm. and lazy. Right. That would be a a, a temptation sometimes, just mm. to get lazy and just do the same old. But I'm I don't I wouldn't say I'm wired for that. Right. I I like new things. I like mm-hmm. exciting things. Yeah. You know, and so that's that's part of the drive, I guess, to in me keep improving. Yeah. And to keep growing, keep taking the opportunities yes. that I have. And there are times where that's not exciting and where I have to be determined to serve, mm-hmm. uh, be humble, but yeah. serve right with the thing that's in front of me yeah. instead of putting it aside and just sitting by hoping for something mm. exciting down that's the a good road. Point. So, yes, back to the example of playing instruments, mm-hmm. I had a desire for those things, but the opportunities to where I was able to practice and grow and use that talent didn't always look as exciting as I hoped. Right. Or might not have been exciting in the moment mm-hmm. doing it, serving, playing violin at different um, events and stuff. But those things is where I grew nice. and learned so much, yeah. so much from those different experiences. Mm-hmm. And that applies even with work too. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy the work I do, like I said, but that was something like that was an open door. You know, my dad has had the business ever since we moved to Maine wow. in 2003. Mm-hmm. And so I'd help him during the summers and stuff. And but when I graduated, that's when I went full-time nice. in 2014 and been full-time since. And But that was, it was like, it was an opportunity 
mm-hmm. and I had some skills because I would help him from time to time. Yeah, and I, I enjoy that. Yeah, but it, again, it wasn't that it was always exciting or that every job that we had the opportunity <laughs> to do was like, yay, I get to <laughs> crawl in an attic or you know, right. run around on a roof or mm-hmm. climb in a basement or something. It's we still take the opportunity that we have in front of us right. and make the best of that. And so, faithfulness. Always a balance. Yeah. And but, you were, you know, through all this that you're saying, one of the key things as well is faithfulness. You know, because no matter what people see on our face, God knows our heart. I mean, we've got the Holy Spirit within us. He knows our heart. He knows what we're really thinking. We might be smiling, playing the violin, and on the inside we're kicking the wall. But if we're also doing these things with joy in our heart, doing these things in Mm -hmm. faithfulness, you know what? I know there's something on the other side of the hill, but for now, I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to put in my best effort right here where I'm at Mm -hmm. while still thinking about the next thing that's going to come along. And a lot of times God honors that and doors open Mm -hmm. for those that are faithful because he knows our hearts. You know, it's kind of like me in the basement when I told you, if someone goes back to two years ago and looks at my videos, they're going to see a big clutter behind me and the lights are too bright and I'm shiny and I've got stuff everywhere, but staying faithful over time, doing my homework, due diligence, you know, getting in, learning about lighting, learning about what to do, saving money, getting the things I needed to make a production that's going to bless people when they, they're going to want to watch, Mm -hmm. you know? They're going to want to watch Mylon Byler from Fort Kent, Maine. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like you're saying, you showed faithfulness through all these steps. I mean, you're talking, what, 14 years old when you started on the worship team? Yeah, 13 or 14. Well, yeah, and you've come, look how far you've come. Mm -hmm. And now you're the, you were saying you're the youth pastor. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Always always growing. Mm Mm-hmm. And so with your mindset, I would want to be a kid in youth, in your youth group, because you're not just going to do the basics with us. You're not just going to do the stories about Jonah and the whale and Daniel and David (laughs) killing Goliath. Mm -hmm. You're going to go one step further and say, do you know why he picked those stones? Do you know why this happened? Do you even know why that happened? You know, David yeah. wasn't just the first Pizza Hut delivery guy delivering bread and cheese to his brothers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to yeah. take it one step further, and you're always thinking ahead, like, God, what can we do to go to that next step? So that's yeah. pretty awesome. you got a good heart. Bring it, bring it to make it practical. Yeah. Make it easy to grab a hold of. Make mm-hmm. it easy to take ownership of. Yeah. That's where it blesses other people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Not to... Overcomplicate it, not to overcomplicate life and mm. and things like that. I have a tendency to overthink and try to overcomplicate things, but learning to, as I mature, mm. I've been learning to keep it simple, mm-hmm. keep it practical, and just okay. What what's in front of me now? Where can I serve now? Where yeah. what's what's next? You know, no, or or maybe maybe it's I just stay where I'm at for a while. Right. So. And one of those things, we talked about this at a bonfire one time with, at the men's get-together that yeah, time that when good. you were talking about everything that you had on your plate. So mm-hmm. the guy that does what's in front of him and is faithful and steps into the violin and steps into the playing the guitar 
and you're working for your dad's business and you manage your own property and you've got all these things on your plate. How do you manage all that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning, right? Yeah, it's it's a lot about priorities. There you go. Is what I've been finding. It's a lot about priorities. And because, well, we've got to make the best with what limited time we have every day. Mm. And uh, if the important things don't get done first, they might not get done. Yeah. So it's what it's about getting things done so uh one of the difficult things for me has been just making on on a daily routine a daily schedule Mm. that the priority is time in the word time in prayer Mm -hmm. so always trying to grow that yes um but not to get over spiritual about it to the point where oh i i slept in so now my job is going to suffer because oh I got to get the word in before right. I go to work. No, it's not that I'm that I'm uh, slacking, mm-hmm. you know, in other areas just because I got to be spiritual, but having balance. Yes. And prioritizing. Mm-hmm. And uh, keeping myself disciplined. Yeah. Um, in that, that's. But one of the things too is that having the right people around me has made all the difference, Mm. made all the difference in every area of life. So, I mean, just the people I've mentioned so far, they were the ones that opened doors for me Mm -hmm. to step into whatever it was, you know, first playing the violin on the worship team, first playing guitar on the worship team, um, the opportunity to lead youth group and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It was people around me. Yes. And uh, I believe, or I'm realizing too, that it, it wasn't just that, I knew these people, mm-hmm. but I was willing to stick around these people, pursue them, yes. and and pursue their wisdom, mm-hmm. pursue their insight, mentoring, and uh, be willing to serve. Yep. And I, I love doing that. I, it's just the way I'm wired, I guess, mm-hmm. is that I love to come alongside someone and give them something that will either free up their time or help them in a project that they're doing. And it's, it's like, okay, I have a talent for this small thing mm-hmm. that's that you're working with in your life. Yep. And if I can help you in that and do that for you or serve you there, and then you're able to better focus on other things that I can't do as well, mm-hmm. then, well, the whole world is better off for it, right? Yes, yes. So kind of staying in my lane. Mm-hmm. At the same time, growing and being open for other opportunities, right? Right. Um, oh, that's good. But taking, yeah, taking the opportunities that are in front of me. And you're what I like, the different things you're saying. I mean, you got so many nuggets. This is good. You're saying you positioned yourself in places to glean off of others and learn. It's kind of like, I think his mm-hmm. name is Max Maxwell. He does a lot of motivational speaking and things like that. And... It's about getting around other people that you can glean off of and learn from. It's like the guy who says, if you want to be a millionaire, you hang out with millionaires. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to learn more about carpentry, you hang around carpenters. Yeah. Want to learn right. about podcasting, hang around podcasters. That's right. You know what I mean? And you just glean from them that way. Like you said, if you come alongside me and we're working on something in the basement in the podcast studio, you're going to pick my brain mm-hmm. about the studio and the whole nine yards while yeah. I'm learning how to do electrical work or how to build yeah. and frame the 
the basement out or something. Yeah. And you can learn and glean. That's another form of discipleship. Learning from one another. You know, it's really important. Yeah. Can I say something also to... I think there's there's just a natural human tendency mm-hmm. when it comes to learning, okay? And sometimes insecurity and pride mm. will hold me back from being able to learn and to even listen and hear wisdom that others are trying to give or just that wisdom is there and I'm not listening to it. Right. Because there's a lot of wisdom that we can pick up. And, mm-hmm. and of all the things that I've been learning in life, there's so much of that that I've learned just because it, I was in a conversation with someone. Yes. You know, it, I might have just been sitting on the side listening, mm-hmm. but I learned so much that way. Mm-hmm. Or, or someone's, you know, talking to someone else or I'm seeing someone else learn something. Yeah. And I'm gleaning from that and um, watching the way that people do things, watching the way people interact and, and do their jobs and the way people serve. So I'm trying to learn not only by direct teaching mm-hmm. and instruction, yeah. but also by just watching, being yeah. aware. Observance. One of the big things on the job site we talk about, situational awareness. Mm. You just, you got, you need it for safety. Yep. And you need it to be a competent, a competent coworker. Mm. You know, if you don't have situational awareness, you're not paying attention to what's happening, and yeah. and then you'll you'll slack off, and you'll not realize that oh he needed help with that, mm. you know sheet of plywood or whatever. It, it's like, or especially when it comes to safety too. Yeah, you know, you're just doing stuff. You got to be aware of what's going on around you, mm. um, so that. And that's one of the big things, I think, in being able to serve. Yeah. If I can't see that someone needs help, mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm not going to be even available to help them because I didn't see it. I wasn't aware. I wasn't watching. I wasn't expecting or I wasn't listening for that. Yeah. But when it comes to um, being able to glean and learn from other people, mm-hmm. when it is oftentimes difficult to receive instruction or correction from anybody, mm. but especially when they're younger than you yep. or you think I should know more than they do mm-hmm. or I should be, you know, I'm more of an expert than they are. Right. So then our tendency as humans, I would be to, to shut down and not to listen yep. to see what I can learn from this person. Mm. And it's, really sad that we can allow ourselves to be that way and not be humble, Mm. just get rid of pride and insecurity. I think those are a couple of the big things that hold us back from being able to learn is pride and insecurity um, to the point where, you know, I don't want to listen to someone else showing me how to do, you know, how to build a house because feel like, well, that's my job. I, I should know how to do that. Yeah. So I'm not going to listen to someone else showing me how to do it um, when, well, maybe I'm wrong. But even if I'm not wrong, even if I know I'm right in how I'm doing things, it's still worth listening. Oh, yeah. Right? And having yes. an attitude that I can learn something even from people who might know less than mm-hmm. me. 
we've all got a different perspective, right? Yeah. Being so, teachable. Yeah. Being teachable, having a teachable gotta spirit. Got to be teachable. Yeah. And that's important. And I'm glad that you brought that up because see how fast this discussion goes. It's amazing. We're all, yeah. We're almost <laughs> up to praying and closing the first part, but this is going to be a two part show. Mm -hmm. um, but the last thing he spoke about, we were talking about being teachable, the awareness of what's around you. And you have to do the same thing in ministry. You have to be aware mm -hmm. of your audience when you're preaching, when you're sharing the good news about Jesus Christ or whatever it is. But in the second part of our session, we're actually going to be talking about reaching the youth. How can we reach the youth in 2023 and mm -hmm. beyond? And uh, But Mylon, let's go ahead and pray. All right. And wrap this one up. And uh, you got lots of nuggets, man. All right. You got lots of nuggets. But yeah, let's go ahead. Pray for the folks. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Dear Lord, um, I pray that you would continue to give us wisdom. Mm. Draw each one of us closer to you. And I pray that you would give each person listening today or watching this, that you would give them wisdom and the ability to get rid of pride and insecurity, mm -hmm. to trust you, Lord, in every step they take, and to lean into you, to your goodness, to your love, and to your guidance, Lord. I pray a blessing on everyone watching. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Part one, Mylon Byler. Listen to this young man, 26-year-old, with a lot of wisdom, folks. A lot of wisdom. Make sure you listen to this once again. Share it with those who need to hear it. Share it with friends and family, even a stranger. Hey, thanks for being on the show, brother. Part it's one. <laughs> We're playing it's Twister. It's a pleasure. <laughs> so anyway, make sure that you listen to part two coming up soon. Hey, with that being said, hey, God bless. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.